0: Well, the NFL Draft was this weekend, so congratulations to all the unproven commodities who just earned millions of dollars from NFL teams who may or may not know how to do talent evaluation. (laughs) Never looked at it like that before.
1: Live from a city in Southern California, this is the Informal Program. Here's your host, Daniel West.
0: Okay, so with the Jazz, I forgot about Donovan Mitchell. That's that's my problem. Why? Because they weren't supposed to be any good. They were supposed to lose everything after Gordon Hayward. And I forgot Donovan Mitchell showed up there. What a season he's having. Have we seen this before? I was just looking up some stats this morning. And, uh... What? What was that?
2: You don't look up stats. You looked up stats. That, wait, hold on. Stop the show. Get the breaking news sound.
1: Oh, please. Breaking news.
2: Breaking news on the Infor program: Daniel West looked up stats. What? This is this is call for celebration. I cannot believe this. Talk about shocking.
0: Okay, are we
2: done? Yeah, I'm done. Carry on.
0: Thank you. I forgot about Donovan Mitchell. That have we seen this before? That dude is crazy. I need to finish my sentences. That dude, is crazy. If he didn't play in Utah, if he played on the Lakers, he would. He would not only would he be Rookie of the Year over Ben Simmons, he would be.
2: We already won the dunk contest.
0: Yeah, but he, he would be in the uh, MVP discussion if he played in Los Angeles. And I say that coming from a city in Southern California, very close to Los oh, Angeles. Whoa, 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 no, it's true. Whoa, whoa. If, if Donovan Mitchell were on the Lakers, tell me this or not. Lonzo Ball, let's be honest. Lonzo Ball had an okay year. Whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. He did. Totally
0: uncalled for. Totally. What do you want me to say, John? He had an okay year. Don, uh, not Donovan Mitchell, excuse me, Lonzo Ball's okay. And we've gone on a completely different tangent than I was expecting because we we're talking about the Jazz, which we'll get back to. Lonzo Ball was, he he was okay. He had a decent rookie year, okay? You switch those roles. You put Lonzo in Utah. You put Donovan on the Lakers. I'm telling you, Donovan Mitchell would already have his own shoes. Kobe would be, you know, they'd, they'd, they'd take down Kobe's jersey and they put up Donovan Mitchell's. Number 45 will be hanging from the rafters already. I'm just telling you, because he's in Utah, he's not getting the love. But I forgot about him, okay? And if you're thinking for a minute, like, okay, Daniel's overblowing this. No, the dude is averaging 27 points in the playoffs. What? Yes, 27 points. He's played, what, eight playoff games?
2: Yeah, eight playoff games so far.
0: 27 points, okay? So we're saying, we're thinking, like, what happened to the Jazz? What, what, Why are the Jazz good this year? Okay, and it's Donovan Mitchell. 27.4 points in the playoffs. Six rebounds a game. All right, and Ricky Rubio, that didn't, that wasn't bad either. Jazz traded for Ricky Rubio, got uh, George Hill out of there. Well, the Cavs took George Hill. And said, uh, the Cavs are an expansion team now. The Cavs said, well, we need need more pieces. Whatever we're doing, it's not working. So they took George Hill. So that answers the question. Donovan Mitchell, he's part of the reason. Because you you replaced Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward left. Who's going to take over the team? Well, how about this rookie we got out of Louisville? Yeah, he'll average, what, 20 points? 21 points in the regular season? Yeah, 21. 21 points in the regular season. 27 in the playoffs. That'll do it. So that's why the Jazz are good. Donovan Mitchell, among other things. I mean, Joe Ingles is great, very underrated. Rudy, I forgot about Rudy Gobert. We didn't even get to Gobert.
3: Well, he was there last year.
0: He was. Can you go back in and and you know run the board? Sure. Thank you. All right. Well, the informal program we would we would talk about lots of things. Uh, LAFC opened the Bank of California Stadium with one of the ugliest soccer games you'll ever watch, but it it was just fine. They won the game. We would get to that. We might even discuss uh, LeBron James, but no, not today. First of all, I apologize because last week I kept calling John Beanie, the producer of the show when in actuality he is the engineer. Dave is the producer. Dave got on me. The sentient sports guy got on me. And I have something for him too when I'm done here because he's not getting off the hook here either, Okay. Because I found out the Sentient Sports Die is being employed by another company. I thought he was loyal to us. What? You didn't know about this, Dave? No. All right, I'll get to that. John, you knew about this? He did. Okay. Well, why didn't you tell me, man? Why did you hire him? We went through this whole process of getting someone in here to be the Sentient Sports Die, and it turns out he's, he's, he's working for a competitor. Okay. But before I remonstrate with the Sports Die again, because he already blew it picking Michigan to win the national championship. Before I get to him, gotta to apologize to Case Keenum, okay? Because was it last week on the show we did the NFL preview? Yes, he's shaking his head. All those times you could talk, and this time you're, you are you say say silent.
2: I mean, it's your show. I, I want I want you to you know not like your name's on it, but you know I want you to do your thing.
0: Thanks. Okay. So last week on the show we were discussing the NFL. Uh, schedules coming out before the draft because we did two minutes of draft coverage. By the way, congratulations to the Browns, Baker Mayfield. Hope it works out. I really do. We just use the Browns for for easy humor. Dave is a lazy writer. And so just always Browns memes.
2: Or that could just be memes in general.
0: I'm trying to move away from this, okay? One, because I know there are Browns fans who listen or would like to listen and they don't need to get roasted every five seconds.
2: Well they do every 60 minutes. Uh, uh, you know what?
0: Just stop it, alright? Please. I said I'm trying to help this out here, okay? You can't you can't just you can't just go to the well. Alright? At some point the well is gonna run dry and it's not gonna be funny anymore. You gotta sprinkle in the humor, you gotta get them all, okay? You can't just go straight to the browns, because then they're good, and then what happens? Remember the Astros memes we used to have? Remember, all those people making fun of the Astros, then they're good, and now what do we do? We're searching for another team. Now it's Marlins jokes, and then the Marlins are decent, and then you've got to search for a team. You've got to sprinkle it around. Okay, so I want to apologize to Case Keen. I'm getting back on track here, because last week on the show, we were discussing the NFL schedules and the primetime schedules, and if you've listened to the show, you know that I do not pay attention to football when they're not actually playing football. And in my ignorance... I forgot that the Denver Broncos went out and got NFC Championship finalist, passer of the uh, what what is it the the Viking Miracle? What's the name of that thing? the the Midway Miracle? There's something anyway. The name of that 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 touchdown pass that won the game. Former Ram left and found great success, mo- like most Rams from that time period. I mean, be honest with you. Case Keenum. The Broncos went out and got Case Keenum, and I forgot about that. What they did. So I made a joke last week, and I said they're going to pull some guy out of the stands to play quarterback because I was still thinking that um, I can't I can't think of his name. That's how memorable he was with the Broncos. Uh, the quarterback, <laughs> the quarterback they had uh, to start last year,
2: Patrick Simeon. Or,
0: that wasn't Patrick Simeon.
2: Well, excuse me, you forgot his name, Trevor Simeon. Thank you.
0: Yeah, Trevor Simeon. I was still thinking Trevor Simeon was the quarterback of the Broncos, and they were looking for someone to replace him. So I apologize to Case Keenum and his family. You are a wonderful player, Case. I thought you were good on the Rams. I did. I thought you oh, were good. Whoa, yes, whoa, whoa, yes, whoa, whoa. yes, yes, yes. We weren't doing the show then. John, you know this. I I, I thought he was going to be good. I liked Case Keenum. Too far. I'm telling the truth. I li- When he came... Because that was the first year they started playing. He he started the first eight weeks. He won the game against the Cardinals. That team started what four and two last, uh, in twenty sixteen. They were good at the start of the year. Oh whoa 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 whoa! They were lucky. Okay, they were lucky. Better to be lucky than good, am I right?
2: Well, I mean, once the luck ran out, they weren't
0: any good. So you know. Oh! That's fair enough. Okay. So I apologize to Case Keenum. I liked you with the Rams. You were wonderful with the Vikings. I wish you the best in Denver. And uh, I apologize also to Trevor Simeon because I connotated him with some guy, you know, coming out of the stands to play football. All that to say, the city and sports die got on me. So I have to talk about golf for five minutes. But before I talk about golf for five minutes, I know we're running out of time, but I want to get to this too. I turn on ESPN, a uh, competitor of the informal program with uh, certain programs we enjoy, some more than others. And who do I hear before the picks on ESPN? That's right. The sentient sports die works for ESPN and the draft. I didn't know this. I, I I would not have hired him if I had known that he's moonlighting as the voice of the NFL draft on ESPN. If you think we're joking about this, look it up online. If you go, just just search Baker Mayfield first pick, any pick. And then I found out we're doing research. He does the NBA too. What? I thought he was loyal to us. I thought the Sandy and sports style was working for us. And it turns out at least his voice is on like five different networks on ESPN. So I don't know. Moving forward, if we got to cut ties with the sports style, I don't know what the severance is. He's
2: earning a lot, man. I don't know if we can pull that off, you know, sponsorship and stuff.
0: All right. Well, figure out how to do that, because I, I don't feel comfortable with him voicing us and then turning around, and he made an appearance on the ESPN show? I mean, this is we can't have this. We can't have this. What? Okay. So, um, I got to pay off my penalty, and uh, the penalty is I have to talk about golf for five minutes because I, I messed up. I insulted Case Keenum and his family, and I also kept calling Dave. Uh, no, I kept calling John Beanie.
2: Watch yourself. You don't want to get another penalty.
0: Did you cough there?
2: I I had a little neck spasm there. I didn't sleep well last night. I had some on my neck. Sorry to hear that. Anyway, what were you saying?
0: Yeah, so I called John the producer instead of the engineer, and I insulted Case Keenan by accident. So, with that being said, uh, it's time for me to... Um, sit down. Right. Oh,
2: sit down. Be oh, humble. No. And talk
0: golf for five minutes. And thankfully, can you start the timer, please?
2: Yeah, hold on. And... Just a minute. Hold on. Hold on. This is like uh, like in, in, in hockey where they, they do the penalty thing. All right. Go. You're going.
0: Okay. So thankfully this weekend was the Zurich Classic, which uh, I had not heard of. But thankfully I was watching sports the other night and it came up. And this is a pretty fun event. So I'm, I'm very fortunate to be that this is the weekend that the sports guy caught me in, in my transgressions because this is actually a kind of a fun event, the Zurich Classic. It's been going on since uh, 1938. And what it is, how it's different from normal golf, is that uh, it is a team event. Well, it's been a team event since 2017. So, I mean, the history says that. Because I was thinking, the history says.
2: Yeah, finish your sentences. That's going to be another penalty.
0: All right. Very well. Uh, what was I saying?
2: You said the history says.
0: Thank you. The history uh is that it's been a, a normal event. Because I've heard of the Zurich Classic because, you know, it's one of those golf events that kind of sticks out among the other golf events that aren't majors. I don't know why, but it does. But in 2017, it became a, uh, a team event before it wasn't. So uh, one member of the team is chosen by the tour rankings, and then his partner has to be a tour member or someone who enters through, like, a sponsorship exemption. So instead of just playing normal golf, you have uh, two guys... They either alternate shots in a couple of the rounds or whoever has the better ball between the two of them, they play that ball, and it's a team event. So right in the middle of your season in an individual sport, they just break off and say, all right, you know what? Enough with this. We're going to have a team game. And I think it's kind of cool. So who won this weekend, Dave? Who won the Zurich Classic? Uh, or who, who won? What two guys won the Zurich Classic? Tell the audience.
2: Billy Horschel and Scott Pruitt. Scott Piercy. Oh, I was gonna say he's kind of busy, isn't
0: he? Yeah, isn't he the, uh, like, the EPA director or something in the White
3: House?
2: I think so. I don't know. Was oh, he a race car driver? He's a busy man.
0: This isn't the same Scott Pruitt, though. You realize that?
3: Well, I mean, if Ben Simmons is running at Grantland,
0: oh, get out of here with that! Get out of here with that! You guys are ridiculous. Ben Simmons is not running Grantland, by the way. So how much time do I have? I still have three minutes. Okay. We'll come after the break and uh, finish talking about the Zurich Classic. If I can find some time to talk about it. We'll be back on the Informal Program after this.
1: You're listening to the Informal Program.
0: All right. So, around here in the studio, uh, Dave's shirt is uh, not very uh, straight. What's the word I'm looking for?
2: It's very wrinkled.
0: That's right. It's very wrinkled. And that's because he always folds his clothes. And I have nothing against folding clothes. Uh, But there is a better way to take care of your clothes. And those are hangers. You take them, you put them on a hanger, you put them in your closet, and they stay a lot cleaner. They stay a lot straighter. I feel like there's another word I should be using here, but I don't know what it is. And then I'm going to listen back to it, and then the the people are going to get on me, and the sports dial get on me, and I'll get in trouble. But it, it keeps your clothes straight. You don't have to iron them as much if you keep them on a hanger. So, if you want to keep your clothes straight, keep your clothes smooth, keep them clean, and keep them away from ants, because ants are crawling around drawers and on the floor. Don't keep your clothes on the floor. Keep them on hangers. And now, it's Bagman with the news report. And now,
1: it's time for the Bagman Commentary.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, again, I delve into the world of soccer for edition of a Bagman News Commentary. News reporting is overrated. It's 2018. Now... I never thought I'd see the day. Literally, I did not think so. Although I am a young man, I did not see the day. But it has come at last. Arsene Wenger, legendary manager of Arsenal Football Club, at least the first half he was legendary, is stepping down. I, didn't I don't need any sound bites. This is not uh, the Colbert Report. I'm a serious news person. I don't need jokes. He is stepping down, stepping away from Arsenal, after more than 20 years. That is unheard of in the world of soccer, for someone to be in their job more than 20 years. He was a legend, and he will be missed, at least the early years will be missed, because the later years, he should have stepped away several years ago. In fact, he shouldn't have been there 20 years. Get out of here, Arson. Good riddance, goodbye. Back to the show.
0: Well, that escalated quickly. I was going to say, that was a beautiful tribute, and they just start yelling at him at the end there. What was that about?
2: I mean, I, he has a point though, man. That dude stayed in the job way too long. You see, like those old college football coaches where they need to be like helped up, but they still call plays? play. That's sad, man. You talking about Bill Snyder?
0: Oh, no. Oh! Don't, no, don't do that.
3: I'm serious. Like, I'm sorry, man. Like, if I saw him on the street, I would be like, you know, whose grandfather is this?
0: Oh, for crying out loud. Don't do that.
3: The stadium is named after him. That's how long he's been around, okay? And his family. So, like, his grandchildren are on the stadium. That's how long he's been around.
0: Okay, but he's not, like, a doddering old man.
3: I'm not saying he
0: is. You just said if you saw him on the street, you'd ask, whose grandfather is this?
3: Yeah. I don't mean that as any disrespect, I'm just telling you.
0: Okay. Can we continue with this, uh... Oh, did did, did that serve my penalty? Because we kept running during the break, so is my penalty done? Sports die, are you satisfied? Okay. That much for severance, really? I don't know, man. We're gonna have to, uh, to go talk with Dave. Uh, don't discuss the pay on the, don't, don't listen. Hey, 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 I'm trying to talk, don't don't cut me off, okay? Listen, you do not have to have a voice, okay? And I don't feel comfortable where your voice is coming from, okay, so you discuss that with Dave. no. We're not discussing money on the, get him out of here, get him out of here, get the sports out of here. We're not discussing his pay on the air, okay? If you understood that, if you speak his language, I, I don't know what to do, okay. So what else are we doing on the show here? Do we have anything before our big, our big deal here?
2: I don't think so. Uh, let, me check the, let me check the log here. Uh, I mean, no, not really.
0: All right. We're introducing a new segment on the show, something that we will try to do often. Give us your suggestions for this segment if you want, because I think this, this has some interesting potential. Announcer man, play that drop, John. It's time for
1: the Informal Improv Theater.
0: That's right. We're opening the doors to the Informal Improv Theater where we take a look at something in the world of sports and uh, run it as an improv segment. So today, what we're going to do is uh, a big event that happened over the weekend. We missed it. It wasn't on our calendar. Somehow we missed this event. It was not on our calendar, and that's not a good thing. Totally
3: uncalled for.
0: Totally. It really is.
3: That's a terrible
0: idea. Yeah, we should have put it on our calendar. But we didn't. So we missed it. Then we went back and we we watched it. And uh, I, I, I'm just going to say this. This is no slam to anyone who works on the show. Because these guys do a great job. I always mess with Dave. But Dave really does do a good job producing the show. When he actually does actually produce stuff. And... Uh, oh! and uh John as well. John is a great engineer. If you hear all the sound bites on this show, not only does he play them, he cut them, he made them. Uh he's what? he he go yeah, he goes through ESPN old sports games, old NASCAR races from like 12 years ago and he cuts the ball, he does it. He does a wonderful job. All the music you hear, that's John Beanie's actual music. He has a band and John Beanie does that. So what? When I when I slam these guys, we're just doing it in fun and they know I'm joking with them. Okay. And these are these are, you know, we're a team here. It's not just like these are my producer, my engineer. Like we're, we're a team here. It's the informal program. My name isn't on it. Um, theirs aren't either. So, you know. Anyway, so with all that said, what I'm about to say is not any disrespect. But when we listen back to the audio, because, you know, we had to, to uh, give it to all you guys, we didn't like the way it sounded. It was too low. So we're going to do a reenactment of what we did Earlier this week. And that was the NHL Draft Lottery. So we have gone above and beyond. Several of our unnamed interns uh, actually got a lottery machine in the back. And they ran calculations until they got what happened on Saturday night. Um, We have a graphics package that was produced. I don't know why. Because we're not doing the TV thing anymore. Uh, We are nationally syndicated now. And if you are one of our new affiliates, get ready. Because I don't know what's going to happen here in a minute. So... Without that being said, it is time for the first edition of the informal improv theater. Play the soundbite. And now the
1: informal improv theater presents the NHL draft lottery.
0: Okay, so what are our roles here? Do we reach in a hat? What do we do here?
1: Playing Darren Millard,
0: Daniel West. Okay, so I'm the uh, I'm the host.
1: Playing Commissioner, our assistant commissioner Bill Daly, John Beanie.
0: Okay, and Dave is playing the general manager of the Buffalo Sabers or whoever.
3: Well, you gave it away. How dare you? How dare what? you? Sit down and be, get out of here. Sit down and be humble, babe. Sit down. I'm sorry. down be
0: humble. Okay, so now you know one of the picks. We don't know which one though.
3: Well, I mean, you know, you want to still do it?
0: Sure, let's do it anyway, even though we just gave it away. Or did we? Uh, no, the Oilers won the draft lottery. Okay. So, give me the give me the give me the stuff here.
3: Okay. <clears throat> I can't believe you did that. Good evening, Ladies and gentlemen, please ignore the ramblings of the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the guy that made it in here. Uh, he, he's not with us. Good evening. Good evening. No, oh, start over. Cut. Start over.
0: Okay. So am I supposed to do What are we doing here, man? I, can I get this here? Okay. Forget all that that just happened, okay? Start over.
1: And now it's time for the NHL Draft Lottery. Here's your host,
0: Darren Millard. Hello everyone, I'm Darren Millard, host of the NHL Draft Lottery coverage here on a Canadian network. Is it Sportsnet? I don't know where we are. So today we're going to find out which team that we didn't just mention is the number one uh, pick, we will get the number one pick, and the rights to uh, Rasmus Dahlin, a fine player in the National Hockey League. Or soon to be a fine player in the National Hockey League. So the best odds belong to the Buffalo Sabres, who are the worst team in the league at 18.5% down to Ottawa in second, Arizona in third, and Montreal in fourth. The worst odds go to the Florida Panthers, who just barely missed the playoffs. And now we turn it over to the man who will reveal the picks, the beautiful bald head and body of Commissioner, or Deputy Commissioner, Bill Daly. Bill?
3: Thank you. Good evening, everyone. The uh, 15th pick belongs to the Florida Panthers.
0: Okay, so the team that just missed the playoffs, the Florida Panthers, stay put at number 15. The
3: 14th pick belongs to the Philadelphia Flyers.
0: Okay, so the pick belonged to the St. Louis Blues, but uh, as a part of the trade involving uh, Braden Shen, the Blues have the option to defer their 2018 first-round pick to 2019 for Philadelphia if it's in the top 10. So it will stay with uh, or it belongs to Philadelphia.
3: Stop talking so much. <clears throat> the 13th pick. Excuse me. I don't
2: think he would belt like
3: that. Hey, I was trying to hold it in. The 13th pick belongs to. Sorry,
2: wrong envelope.
3: There we are. Oh, is this the Oscars? <laughs> I would play the drop. I don't have it. Uh, the
0: Dallas Stars. Several years ago, the Dallas Stars were in the playoffs as a top seed, and now they are 13th in the draft lottery. Everything holding form so far.
3: The 12th pick belongs to the New York Islanders.
0: So this pick was with the Calgary Flames, but because it is not in the top three, it goes to... Uh, who did you say
3: there? Hey, you're not paying any attention the New York Islanders. By the way, can we have that dramatic music they have playing in the background? Ah, there we go. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Invisible, invisible uh, Engineer.
0: Okay, so we move ahead in our coverage.
3: Uh, the 11th uh, pick belongs to... Yeah, it's gotta get greedy. The New York Islanders.
0: This pick is actually the New York Islanders pick, but... 11th slotted in was the Carolina Panthers, so that means, excuse me, the Carolina Hurricanes. Man, this is not a good day for me.
3: Nah, ain't no positives, ain't no L's. Yeah, I'm
0: taking some L's here. Which means that the Carolina pick is in the top three. (laughs) We carry on.
3: The, uh, the 10th pick belongs to the Edmonton Oilers.
0: Somehow, despite having the great talents of Connor McDavid, the Edmonton Oilers are in the spot. We move on. Uh,
3: the ninth pick belongs to the New York Rangers.
0: New York Rangers, 2014, Stanley Cup finalists, winners of the Eastern Conference, and now in a full on rebuild. They're staying in their same spot. Uh,
3: everyone moves down one because of that, that hurricane pick. You should mention that, Mr. Lamarck. I just did. Hey, where's your accent? Where's your Canadian accent? Uh, the eighth pick belongs to. The Chicago Blackhawks.
0: The Blackhawks have won three Stanley Cups since 2010, fall out of the playoff picture for the first time in many years, and fall to eighth in the draft lottery. We move on.
3: The seventh pick belongs to the Vancouver
0: Canucks. So the Vancouver Canucks stay in their spot as well, and uh, the Sedin twins retiring for them, so they will need some... Upgrades and they may come in this draft.
3: Yeah, I mean, good thing you're not doing a lot of remain. Fall asleep. Uh, but you're doing a great job anyway. The sixth pick belongs to oh, I gotta open the apple. Hola, here we are. Um Lola Land. Uh, no. Oh uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Too soon. Uh the Detroit Red Wings.
0: The Detroit Red Wings open their new stadium or new arena, I should say, the uh Little Caesar's arena. That's not a joke. It is the Little Caesars Arena. They opened it. The LCA opened. But the Detroit Red Rings missed the playoffs for the second time in 25 years. We now move ahead to the top five.
3: Uh, the fifth pick belongs to the Arizona Coyotes.
0: And we have huge news.
4: Talk about shocking.
0: The Arizona Coyotes came in with the third best odds of landing the number one pick. But they fall out of the top three to number Five. What? Yeah, we got to be quick with that. All
3: right. <clears throat> uh, with the fourth pick belongs to the Ottawa Senators.
0: And we have more movement. The Ottawa Senators came in with the second best odds of being in the draft lottery, and they have fallen to number four. That means that I should update this. That means that the. Uh, hold on here. Good
3: gracious! This is awful, man. It means that the Ottawa Senators wait—they're at—they're at number three. Wait a minute, hold on. Let me get your board here. Let me look very much. Yes, that means that the Montreal Canadiens are in the top three.
0: The commissioner's just supposed to deal the picks. He's not supposed to yell.
3: Well, the host isn't supposed to like be mumbling. He's supposed to give the picks as well. Oh! Okay. Fair.
0: Fair, All right, we're running out of time here. We got to get this quickly.
3: Uh, Okay, the third pick belongs to the Montreal Canadiens. The second pick belongs to the Carolina Hurricanes. And at number one, we mentioned them earlier, they took too long, the Buffalo Sabres. All
0: right, that's it for the informal program. Uh, We just blew a break or something right there. For our post-game coverage, we give it to... The, uh, the uh, general manager of the Buffalo Sabres. We forgot his name, but we'll get it next time. Uh, sir, how do you feel right now?
2: Uh, this is amazing. The coverage are very bare besides a very talented man named Jack Eichel. We will fill those coverage with Rasmus Dahlien and this beautiful number one pick.
0: All right, congratulations. Next time on the informal program, we will get to the LAFC Stadium and the Vegas Golden Knights because they are doing things that teams that have been around Twice as long as they have. Have not done. And that is not hyperbole. That is the truth. So thank you for listening to the Informal Program. And thank you for listening to the first edition of uh, Improv. Informal Theater or the Informal Improv Theater. Whatever you guys called it. We will see you next week. Even though we're on radio. Until then, take care. Watch your pets. Watch your belongings. We'll see you next week. Bye.